0: Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome.
1: Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free, so enjoy the show.
2: Well, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone actress and mother of two jamie lynn sigler has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two jenna paris to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. this is mama said with jamie and jenna
1: everybody. We have a great show for you today. One we actually recorded a couple of weeks ago, but we are finally releasing it is with the Speech Sisters, Brooke and Bridget. They are here to help us with our children who may be late to speaking or having difficulty speaking. You know, many kids develop speech on different timelines and they can help you communicate and learn and go through this process with your kids and they develop their entire program online prior to COVID. So they are ready and well-equipped to help. We can't wait for you to meet them. Um, but before that, we would like to thank and talk about carefree breathe who is sponsoring this episode. Carefree breathe offers a line of skin friendly pads and pan liners that go beyond leak protection to keep your skin dry and irritation free. They're clinically tested by dermatologists to meet sensitive skin standards. Free from fragrances, dyes, and harsh irritants. What I love is for light days, you can reach for their panty liners. And when you need more protection, they have got you covered with their super and overnight absorbencies. So when the period is here, you will stay protected and it will help prevent feminine discomfort with Carefree Breathe Ultra Thin Pads, and you can go check it out for more information. You can buy it on Amazon or Walmart.com, and you may even find them at your local grocery store or CVS. Carefree Breathe, again offering skin friendly pads and parent panty liners. They have an air infused cover, soft touch feel. They will keep you dry and irritation free.
2: You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Jamie. Hi guys, I'm Jenna. And welcome to another episode of Mama Said At Home. I feel like I should call it At Home instead of Zoom, because
2: we're not being sponsored by Zoom, and I'm always saying it's our Zoom podcast. It's true. So. We are at home for forever. I'm just kidding. I know.
1: We are safe and crazy at home, uh, but we have a really awesome episode today. We have um, the Speech Sisters themselves, Brooke Dwyer and Bridget Hillsberg, with us, Um And they are speech therapists and specialists. And um, I feel like, you know, Jenna can speak from her experience, but a lot of parents are spending a lot more time with their children than normal. And especially with the young ones, you might be, when you don't have, you know, teachers and daycare people and other experts in their fields, you know, paying close attention to your child as you do, you may be wondering where they are at developmentally, especially with speech. So enter these girls that have incredible online course. We'll let them tell you all about themselves because I won't do it any justice. So please welcome Brooke and Bridget to the show. Thank you. Hi, thank Hello. you for having us. Thank of you. Course. so excited to be here. Thank you. Um, do you mind just starting and telling um, people about Speech Sisters and SpeechSisters.com and all the things that you offer and, and what you guys do? Sure. Absolutely. So we started
3: Speech Sisters about a year ago because we wanted to have a space where we could offer advice to parents. So we we started with an Instagram account and, you know, really our mission was kind of to empower parents and how they can get involved in helping their little ones meet their communication milestones we uh, own a private practice in Southern California. So we've run that since 2012. And, you know, we were just going into home after home and meeting with parents whose little ones were late to talk or, you know, weren't articulating their sounds properly. And so often the parent would say, okay, here, you know, here's my little one. Can you fix fix it? (laughs) But really it's, it's a lot on the parents and the parents have so much power that they don't even realize. And so, you know, we just wanted, we're set out on a mission to get them involved and and educate them.
1: That's amazing. 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 So you're both speech therapists, correct? And and, and specializing in, in children.
0: Yes. Both speech therapists and working with, you know, kids only at this point and really specializing in late talkers and early
1: intervention. Mm-hmm. And so your online courses that you're offering, I was going through your site before and I was, I was texting Jenna. I was like, their site is so great. Um, <laughs> did you. that start okay. during COVID or is this something that you had up and running already? we had it up and running we had it up and running we launched it
0: back in september was when we launched our first course the late talker and that is for toddlers 15 months through 36 months and then we were asked to be on good morning america in january and we had mentioned to the producer well we're in the process of thinking about doing a class for newborns to 14 months and they're like well, you should do that before you come on GMA. That would be so great. So we like just got working and we did our second course and we put it out in January before we were on GMA. And then all of a sudden this uh, stay-at-home order happened and the pandemic and it was just perfect timing because we've now been able to help so many families who were in early intervention speech therapy and lost those, the ability to go take their child to speech therapy or have a therapist come in home. And now parents are kind of like, what do we do? Teletherapy is not working for my 18-month-old or sure. two-year-old because right, it's okay. Um, so we teach parents what they can do. And the
1: response and the
0: testimonies have just been overwhelmingly amazing.
1: That's so wonderful. And what a gift and just how perfect of timing that you, you know, had that opportunity and that platform to put it out on GMA and then had this all up and running, like you said before, because I know for me, I mean, with my little ones, even if it wasn't like a particular class about speech or development or milestones like you do a lot of mommy and me things with with your children once they're you know four or five six weeks old and you just compare you see where other kids are at you see if they're sitting up they're rolling over they're crawling and so imagine a mom that's had a baby in december and was thinking about joining all of this kind of things and is now you know Safe at home with her baby, but is not getting a new mom, especially and access to know what she should be looking forward to doing. So, this is so helpful for that, yeah. I can imagine. Yes, thank you.
2: And I feel like I should probably tell a little bit of my yes. story because, well, I think you guys connected with yes. our Instagram, and then I, yes. Left- And then there was a mutual connection, but Mm -hmm. when you, when you added us on Instagram, I immediately said speech sisters hmm," and a light bulb went off because my story goes, my son. So it was easier for me to kind of recognize what was going on. And, and by the way, I don't think anything's going on, but as a doctor standpoint, everything is fine with Daisy. But for me, I know in my gut that maybe she should be a little bit farther along in her language. So my son spoke at a very early age. He was the one in Mommy and Me where everyone was like, oh my God, he speaks so soon. Should my son be speaking so soon? And I, I always never knew what to say. Enter Daisy, who I have the opposite experience with. And she was slower to say things, even mama, dad, dad. You know, I just felt like it was just so much of a, of a slower crawl for her. He's a totally different human being than Milo. Milo is go, go, go. And Daisy is just laid back. And that's, that's her, that's her shtick. But I got worried and not worried to the point where she wasn't speaking, but worried to the point where I didn't think I had the tools to do enough for her. First time parent with Milo, I read to him every second of the day. I was doing colors. I was doing shapes. I was doing reading. I had all the time in the world. With Daisy, I pr- pretty much dropped the ball on that. Um, and that could play a, a part in this uh, or not. Who knows? But um, in my gut, I felt like she wasn't uh, speaking as much as I thought that she would be at this at this point. And even I would hear other kids younger than her who were talking more and it made my heart drop to my stomach. She again, she goes to her wellness checkups, she's saying, you know, the proper amount of words and the sentences for the right time, but I reached out to you guys because I want to get ahead of things and I wanted to kind of get her up to speed and see if I could do anything to get her where she should be or, or where I, where I
0: want her. I don't, I don't know where where you think she could be,
2: where I think she could be. Mm -hmm. Um, So So what was
1: that experience like? What was, walk us through what you did
2: for me? Yeah. So I, so we FaceTimed with Daisy um, and she, they spoke to Daisy and we recognized that there might be some, you know, um, Bridget, you could, You could kind
0: of speak on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think she was she was struggling a little bit more with articulation, even more than language. But I think what Jenna was saying is that she's not combining as many words together as she could probably at this point. Mm -hmm. So you know, that's kind of what we go over in our late talker course. It's all about getting your child to climb up what we call the language ladder, which is moving them from cooing and babbling, and gesturing into those first words, into combining two words together, sentences, and conversation. Because, you know, that is what makes a good communicator. Um, but but with Daisy, you know, a little bit of language, but I think more articulation. And and those are kind of two different things in our world is we have the language piece, um, and then the speech piece. And speech is more pronunciation and articulation. Right. Um, so we got get we got to get cracking and create something for that
1: <laughs> so what what kind of so what kind of practices or exercises um, does like Jenna do in that situation so
0: we were talking a little bit about well what I was noticing, and a lot of kids have these they 're called phonological processes and it 's a way in which children simplify language it 's natural it 's common it 's developmentally appropriate, so your child may say. Poon for spoon, Mm -hmm. or um, cat for cat, and they leave off that final sound. Those are all normal, and there's a bunch of phonological processes, and they're all normal up until a certain age. But as they near age three, three and a half, four, we want to see those phonological processes become suppressed. Otherwise, as a child starts working their way up that language ladder, it interferes with their intelligibility.
1: Mm, I have a question. So mm. my, my son definitely has his words that he says That's up, And my husband and I, and even my my older son who's six, we repeat it back like he says it because we think it's so cute. And it's almost like that thing where you're like, oh, I hope he says it that way always. Yeah. But uh, should we be repeating it back correctly? So if he's like, cat, we're like, yeah, the cat. Should we be saying it? Yes, you should be
3: saying it. it correctly. Yes. yes. I know. Yes. It, it is so cute. It and is so cute. Parents, it's, it's hard. It's, I mean, it's adorable. It's that baby talk. But I mean, even still,
0: like I call Stella, my, my 18-month-old, I call her a tinker. I'll be like, come here, tinker. And like, mm. it's a stinker. I'm literally <laughs> doing a phonological process right there. I know firsthand that's not right. We do sure. as parents. Yeah. It's okay.
2: But, I, yeah, you know. Of I was, course. I was going to say, so since I spoke to you, I have been so on top of my game. I mean, also I've been following the, the, your Yay. class or Yay. course, I'm doing a late talker. But I have been, and a lot of it was covered already. Like a lot of it yeah. we, we we had down. But what I've been doing has been so... Helpful. And I told you, she had kind of like her cognitive or language burst about two months ago, and it's only getting better and better. Since we went into quarantine, it's it like just, uh, just things have changed in Daisy. But what I've been doing is just narrating so much more ever since our, our conversation, kind of what I did with Milo, didn't do it with Daisy when she was born, but I've been narrating everything. And when she's, and you know, we'll open the door and, and now she'll say, daddy, you done with work. I'm not even realizing that she's putting that sentence together, but she's not putting other sentences. So I've, when, when she says close door, I say, can you say close the door? And I've been doing that so much and it has good. helped so much. I can't even describe, like I'm narrating everything. That's, awesome. That's great. so great. Yeah. So that good. is the
0: key. Mm-hmm. That is it's one of the biggest ones, and the waiting piece. I just saw you hold up that. Yeah, <laughs> how
3: hard is that? That is really hard, especially when. What's that?
2: You describe, guys.
3: <laughs> yeah, you want to describe? Yeah, sure. So one of our speech secrets that we talk about is waiting. So so often as parents, we ask our child a question, and before. They, we we answer it for them, you know. Before they, we can even give them a second to try to say it. It's like, oh no, no. And then, especially when they're little and they don't have the words, mm-hmm. so we tell parents to try to wait. And as therapists, we do we we you tr- know try to do this. It's so hard. And you can see when your child is struggling to get a word out or they're thinking and you just want to help them, it is mm-hmm. really impossible to wait. But it's actually so important because if you wait and give them that time, they just might say something or they just might string those words together. Yeah, So it's a really important that's, skill.
1: That's I, such a simple piece of advice, but it makes so much sense. I mean, such a great tool for anything for any stage of learning I can think of, even as I'm homeschooling my six year old right now. You know, I'm yeah. so I'm so ready to like give him the answer so we yes. can get done with this, but that's yeah. not gonna help him. So yeah. I, the waiting is true of just being patient. Also too, I think showing them that you're patient and it's okay and we can take our time to get there. I only can imagine can yeah. give them more confidence and feel like it's okay to take my time until I Absolutely. figure this out.
2: I, I remember I'm I'm going to botch this. I don't know who it was. Was it Joe Biden? Someone political had a stutter when he was younger. Yes, it was, was it Joe Biden? Joe? And yeah. he said something that I'll never forget. I was just watching an interview with him. He said, I had a terrible stutter when I was younger. My mother, when I would stutter, she would never stop me. I she would wait until I was done stuttering and completed my thought. And he was like, I owe that to, I owe oh, that. being fluent. Stutter, yeah. uh, her because, and I tell that to other people who have stutters and parents, like, don't interrupt your child. Let them get through, let, let them get through that thought process, that stutter. And yeah. I, I forget that. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's so great. It well, is. I love that. On that note, we're going to take a really quick break and then we will be right back with the speech sisters. Hold on.
2: Support for today's episode comes from Progressive Insurance. Fun fact, Progressive customers qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up for Progressive Auto Insurance. Discounts for things like enrolling in automatic payments, insuring more than one car, going paperless, and of course, being a safe driver. Plus, customers who bundle their auto with home or add renter's insurance save an average of 12% on their auto. There are so many ways to save when you switch and once you're a customer with Progressive, you get unmatched claim service with 24-7 support online or by phone. It's no wonder why more than 20 million drivers trust Progressive and why they've recently climbed to the third largest auto insurer in the country. Get a quote online at Progressive.com in as little as five minutes and see how much you could be saving. Our ability to forgive is tested throughout our lives. We'll say we've forgiven someone but continue to hold on to the pain and suffering. And some people truly have forgiven but we can't believe they've moved on on. How is it that some people can forgive while others just can't quite move on? That is exactly what New York Times bestselling author Catherine Schwarzenegger Pratt is exploring in her new series, The Gift of Forgiveness. A few years ago, Catherine went on her very own forgiveness journey and talked to friends, families, therapists, priests, and strangers to really try to understand what it takes to forgive. And on her way, she found some incredible true stories of forgiveness from people who really lived it. These are those stories. The Gift of Forgiveness is a show about what it takes to truly forgive and move on. This season, Catherine welcome some incredible guests like Sean Hayes, Chelsea Handler, Camila Koho, and Cheryl Burke, as well as updates us on some of her stories featured in the book. From Headspace Studios, download the Gift of Forgiveness with Katherine Schwarzenegger Pratt, inspiring stories from those who've forgiven the unforgivable. And when we say Headspace Studios, we do mean like Headspace the Meditation app. You do not have to subscribe to Headspace to listen to the Gift of Forgiveness. You can just download and subscribe to all of Headspace Studios podcasts wherever you are listening to this right now. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna.
1: Okay, we're back. Um, Before we get it, I just wanted to touch on like a couple of cool specific things that I found on your website. But I was wondering, you know, so for kids that are um, Jenna and I's younger ones age, you know, like two, two and a half, three that would be entering into into preschool or were in preschool already. I mean, obviously, that's I would imagine such a big moment in language for them because they are hearing lots from lots of other people and talking to other kids and just yeah. the whole social aspect of it. And then you know you put into play now you know parents that might both be working from home, so kids are getting more screen time or not as much attention and uh, or as much socialization. I mean, how? What are things that we can do to help our kids, especially at this younger age, that what, ones, yeah. crucial time for them? Such a good question. And
3: Bridget and I actually both have preschoolers too. Um, she, ha- she has a just turned four-year-old and I have a just turned five-year-old. So it's, you know, you can see it across yeah. the the span, but you know, social language is so important and that's part of what we look at too. So it's, you know, how you use language. So you learn language, you have this foundation and then social language or pragmatic language is how you put it into action. And it's really hard in this situation that we're in right now because my I have I have an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old as well as a just turned 5-year-old and my older ones will FaceTime with their friends or they'll do a Zoom call sure. and they get a little bit of that they they they're fulfilled in a way but with my little guy it's so much harder and if you guys have 2-year-olds or Th- just turned three year olds. Yeah, that's even that's even harder. It's so difficult. But I think if you can do, you know, if they have a buddy, like a best buddy or a cousin, um, or even uh, even if it is an adult, you know, just that you can Facetime with and have that back and forth. Just work on or a sibling. I mean, a sibling yeah, in your right. own house. Yeah, um,
0: it's it's funny because I actually was thinking today about a future post exactly on this topic for these little ones who are not getting social language and the social, you know, this social aspect of their development. And I thought, you know, why not create something where a parent would obviously have to be sitting there with them, but you have a peer that you're FaceTiming with and you tell each one, okay, go find something blue. And then you, you know, they go in their house and they find something and then they get to share it with one another. Ask your friend, what did you find? And kind of orchestrating that back and forth, reciprocal social interaction for them. Obviously, it's not the same, but it's something, right?
1: Jenna, we could do that with Jack and Daisy. Yes. Yeah. All right, you guys can be our. That's Guinea a great pigs. idea. I love <laughs> that. I, I mean, because fortunately, I, I mean, I'm not. I do my work in, in the evening, so I'm with both my kids. But a lot of times, I'm having to you know, put Jack aside with either videos on my phone or his favorite melon sure. or whatever so I can work with his brother. And, you know, we haven't had any help at all this whole time. And so it's it's been hard. Um, he was bilingual before my nanny left. He was oh. fully fluent in Spanish with her and with my mom who speaks wow. Spanish. So it was me. And now he, like, I'll be like, I used to say, say it in English, say it in Spanish. And now when I say it in Spanish, it's, yeah, can't. Yeah. Yeah. Recall it at all anymore. Right. right. Um, and it's not like I'm upset about that, but I just, you know, I feel the losses for him that he's had. And he's so young, he's he's happy every moment of the day. But sure. it's still, you know, you wanna you wanna do the best you can. And that's the thing. We keep reminding ourselves, like, not be hard on ourselves, we're all doing the best we can, but um, We don't want to ignore our kids at, you know, crucial times in their lives, you know? Exactly. And so I think doing those things,
3: and actually Bridget has done some live videos with Stella, her 18-month-old or 19-month-old, and everybody that joins in loves it, and they grab their toddler and it's uh, so interactive and Stella says hi and so you know you're working on those social skills and it's adorable and so sweet and so cute and I think we should do more of that bridge yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
2: Next, next one you do we'll tell our mama friends and yeah we'll join yeah. And, and that's that could be the class I mean Perfect, right? Uh, oh yeah we could do a live together yes, oh, that would be fun, be
0: fun. um
2: Can, I have a question for you guys. Um, for second. Okay. So for first time parents, uh, what is the most important thing you can do for your child? And I feel like I know the answer to, um, enhance their speech and get them, you know, where they should be. Is it books? Is it narrating? What is it?
0: I, I mean, personally, I would say narrating. Um, and that's why we created our the course, our second course, which is actually for newborns to 14 months mm-hmm. old. It's is called Talk to, on Track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all about being proactive. And we created an evidence-based and, and used research to compile a, a technique called the ITALK technique. And each letter in there stands for a different uh, strategy to implement with your child to try to get them to meet those communication milestones. And I think one of the most important ones is the T in that, in that acronym, which stands for TALK and using self and parallel talk, but it's kind of the way you do it too. You know, you don't want to say, okay, we're walking down the stairs and we got to get out of the house because you have to go to, you know, that's just too much to say to your Mm -hmm. child. You want to keep things short and sweet and simple and show your child as you're talking about it. Mm -hmm. So you may hold up a glass of water and say, I have water. I'm drinking the water as you drink the water, or I'm pouring it in the cup as you pour it in the cup. So it registers and it makes sense.
2: That's what I used to do with Milo. I would say, I'm changing your pee-pee diaper. Yes. I'm wiping your tushy. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm nuts, but my mom was a preschool teacher for a long time, and she said the most important thing you could do is narrate to your child. That is so cool. So- it's so true, and you know what?
3: It, that second one comes along, or the third one, and you you just it's, don't do it as much. It's uh, yeah. hard, It's yeah. So much more of an effort, but it is it is really important. Yeah, we do for say sure. that, and the way you talk to your child. So I was just gonna say that wow. this is huge. So you know, baby talk or mom uh, mother ease. You probably heard of her parent ease. Yes. So it's that high pitched kind of exaggerated speaking style that you use with your baby and research has shown there's so many studies on this recent studies too that say this captures your baby's attention and they learn words so much faster. Wow so much, yeah it's it's amazing. Well, and that's, this, it, that's
1: so interesting because I feel like there's so many people that are like, I'm gonna talk to my baby like an adult. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: I remember uh-huh. Adam Levine said that he hated baby talk and he would never talk to his child in baby talk. And I remember my sister, my sister just read an article about baby talk and she said, that's how your baby knows that they belong to you. There there was was something that correlated with that. I don't know, but but she was just reading something and I was like, Oh, thank God. Like, I mean, we all, it's, it's, it just comes out of us. It's so natural for a mom Mm -hmm. to talk, um, and yes. I, I always heard the people saying, "God, that is so freaking annoying!" Like, no,
3: and right it can, be.
2: <laughs> it can, it be, can it be, but, but it can be. But it's so important. It's proven to help. Yeah. That is so. Yeah. it is.
3: And there is a right way and a wrong way to do it. And I, as mothers, we're guilty of both. Of you know both. Like, so oh, look at those little feet. You know, and you you make the wrong sound. That's technically not the right way to do it. You want to say the words the way they're meant to be said and grim- use you know, correct grammar. Right. But you know, we slip up every now and then, but just using that high pitched, I'm going to get you, you know, they just, they there that captures them. Oh my and,
2: God, that is so interesting. So
1: yeah. cool. I love that. Yeah. yeah. One of, one of the other things I read on your site was a tip. If you're feeling there's some delays or not enough, um, like variety in the language was to focus on, maybe something particular that they love like if it's trains and talk about all the different words that you know relate i loved that because for a long time everything with jack was garbage trucks yeah so we got him all different colored garbage trucks and things that go with the garbage trucks and different cans and dumpsters and his i swear his language exploded when we would just sit with all of them and then we started like narrating things that we could fit that was too big or too little and like oh this Perfect. banana fits inside the and he from then on learned everything in his play kitchen wow. like because we focused it on what he loved so much i, I love that we, i we, love about, hearing that i would say about 20 minutes ago we just posted that exactly oh really did. you have to look at our poster it's exactly wait what that's probably said. that's probably when I was looking at it before maybe right you, before we started maybe and you saw and that thinking like oh that's cool that I did I didn't obviously know you guys yet but I that I did that with him just because I knew that would get that's him to sit mind. Mind. yes and talk to me you know as yeah, opposed to just wanting to throw things around oh my
2: god yes if your son is super into trains and you're going to spend some time <laughs> in language it's a play time with the trains yes. yeah yeah <laughs> That's so
0: funny. And it's hard. It's hard.
3: It it is. I mean, you want to, sometimes you have your own agenda and you know, you're tired of playing trains for the bazillionth time, right. Or with a garbage truck. But if you follow what they are interested in and, and that is what will motivate them. And that is what brings out the language.
2: Hey, mamas. It's me talking about my favorite drink of all time, LaCroix sparkling water. It delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. And LaCroix sparkling waters are gluten-free, vegan, kosher, and non-GMO, whole 30 approved, and environmentally friendly. So if that doesn't sound like the best drink in the world, I don't know what does. There's a flavor right now called limoncello, and it is so perfect for the summer. I'm going to be honest, I have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So for more information, join the LaCroix community on social at LaCroix Water and visit LaCroixWater.com for a full list of retailers. It's available nationwide. Bye, guys
1: talking about best fiends again my favorite game to pass the time and if you are not playing with me yet then you should be it is hours of fun and you can enjoy it anytime best fiends has challenging puzzles to solve cute characters to collect and new levels added every day so you cannot get through it you cannot beat it you are always have games to play i'm hooked and if you're anything like me You will be too. And guess what? No Wi-Fi, no worries. You don't even need an internet connection to play. It has hours of fun right at your fingertips. You can play offline. It has over 100 million downloads, tons of five-star reviews. Best Fiends is a must play. So download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Fiends, I'm telling you guys, you will love it. Has again cute characters, over hundred million downloads. Play with me. Let
2: me know how you're doing. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. So I have a question, and it might not be related to speech, but I'm sure it's related to some sort of something. Again, I mean, I'm not blaming myself, but I, I, I never really focused on colors with Daisy, mm-hmm. and she doesn't really know her colors except for pink. And is there a good way, I know this is not language, but is there a good way to get her to attach her mind to specific colors? I'm, again, now every fruit, this is an orange, orange, this is a yellow banana. Am I missing something? Is there a better, easier way to do it? Do I do it with princess dolls in every color like you guys are talking about? What do I do?
0: No, I w- you're doing it exactly right. So I I think as you grab a banana, you say, this is a banana. It's yellow, a yellow banana, right? So you're doing that every time and you're going to repeat it again and again and again. Now, I just started this with Stella and I'm going to post a video this coming week Great. on how to get your child to learn their colors by doing a certain trick. And you are going to do what you just uh, were saying and labeling it for a while, right? Doing that Mm -hmm. talk piece. But then when they're about, you know, anywhere between 18 to 30 months, you are going to give them an initial phonemic cue. So I hold the banana and I say, the banana is he and I give her the first Mm -hmm. sound in the word yellow. Mm. Um, At first, Stella wasn't getting it. And I would say yellow and I would finish it. The next day I did it and I said, Sally, what color is this? It's E and she'd go yellow immediately because I gave her that initial sound cue. And then this week, a week later, I just put my mouth in a smile and I say, what color is this? Like that and give her like the smile
3: of the sound, but don't even make the sound. And she says yellow.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah. But this
3: is after multiple times of showing her the bananas yellow, the bananas yeah.
2: yellow. Yeah. She needed okay. that
3: exposure first. Yes. Okay. That's and great. Then.
2: Okay. So you kind of like help them a little bit and then you let ease up and let them. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Yep.
3: But I do think if your daughter's really interested in princesses, then again, following that idea of like go with what she's interested in and right. you know, I
2: mean, I know she loves her pink ballerina tutu, which is why she loves, she knows pink. She knows it's pink. Exactly. Uh-huh.
3: So we can right. try to find other things that are different colors that she
0: loves. Right. And
2: right.
3: Yeah. Or you can even like take the tutu and
0: be silly with it. Like put it on a blue ball, put right. it on an orange ball. Let's put your pink, you know, let's put the tutu on and you like use the tutu, but you're <laughs> totally targeting something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah and I also know that I might be like blaming myself, but I also it just might be because she's hasn't caught on yet, and I go back and forth like I hear myself being like, It's my fault, and it might not be my fault. no, it, it might just be she doesn't pick it up fast enough. It's not
3: your fault. Yeah. every child is so different, and yeah. they learn in their own way, and I think you said before she's different from your son, right yeah. so it's different so personalities
2: it's, it's, it's like, so hard it, it kills me sometimes like I'm like. I look at old videos and sometimes I even do it. I'm like torturing myself. My son is, you know, 18 months and saying, mom, when are we going to go to the park right now? And Daisy's, you know, over 24 months. And she's like, let's go park, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's definitely hard. It's definitely it's, hard, but
1: it's hard, you know, but it's, they're
2: different. Yeah. It'll come. It'll yeah. Come.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but I feel like my brain is mush after all. Uh, it's like, <laughs> yes. Uh, right. I'm like, I'm barely like, I do an acting class once a week. And like, every time they call me, I was like, oh, I don't I can't think. I, I, don't, don't, know know.
2: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> While I'm like pounding uh, Chardonnay over here. Well, <laughs> I love
3: that. I mean, I was like, oh man, this is a, uh, this is eight o'clock. I hope my brain works at eight o'clock. I'm gonna have i have
2: to have
1: a little coffee before this. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I just, I just feel like you guys are such a lifesaver in general, but to, especially right now in this situation and, you know, for people, moms like us with our kids this age and even younger now, knowing that you offer all of these resources and tools. Um, so everybody home follow it's speech sisters on Instagram yes. and then your website is speechsisters.com, right? Yes, that's right. So, I yeah. want to say
2: one more thing. Even if your child is on the right track, yeah, it's, it's still a good idea to go to speech sisters. Oh, yeah. And get some guidance on just like really sharpening up everything. Um, yeah, you know, especially
1: I, with our kids not being able to go in school yeah. and everything like that. Absolutely, I was because I was feeling the same way. I've never worried about Jack's language. Yeah, but just knowing that he's not getting all the things that you know he normally can get, um, this is so helpful. So again, thank we're so you. grateful and thank you guys so much. Thank oh, you. Stay you. Okay, safe and well. And we're gonna leave you with a very simple mama said today, you guys. Remember, Mama Said, everything's going to be all right. Hang in there. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bigway. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are Progressive. Get a quote online at Progressive.com in as little as five minutes and see how much you could be saving. Carefree. For more information or to buy it, check it out on Amazon or Walmart.com, or you may find it at your local grocery store or CBS.
2: Headspace, download and subscribe to all of Headspace Studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Best Fiends, download Best Fiends for Free Now in the Apple App Store or on Google Play. LaCroix, learn more at LaCroixwater.com. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Bye Mamas.